Alrighty, hello and welcome back to Chump Change, the podcast where we talk about things. This Chump Change is episode 7, and boy do we have the lineup for you. <laughs> Anyways, back to the topics. Go ahead, Lorenzo, you talk about the first one. Alright, um, not going to do any hot takes on this. Uh, I don't think our opinions matter at all, but I want to talk about the ramifications of the uh technology in in the wild uh considering the nature of the event that happened the deep uh deep fake situation where uh streamer women's i uh i wish i could say that men were affected by it too but uh were oh i'm sure that some were i i i don't know how to comment to that um uh, women were deep faked. Uh, streamer women were deep faked into adult content, and it was bad. And the way that it was leaked was really bad. And the whole situation was really bad. Uh, but I wanted to see what Pre thought about the accessibility of that kind of um of that kind of technology and that skill out in the wild. How it uh how the community should respond to it, and I mean, just the the implication that someone can, anyone could do this if they really wanted to learn how to do it. I want to see what Pri's take on that was. Uh, so Photoshop has already been out. Uh, I mean, celebrities are the prime example. If you look up celebrity nudes, they're probably not the real nudes. Right. In the exact, in the exact same sense as the deep fake idea. Uh, I feel like there were like talks of it and like that sort of a. This is a bad thing because someone is being turned into something that they don't want to be. Right. Uh, to be honest, I'm going to say, uh. Just because this conversation should have happened when we were younger. Right. I and mean, I feel like... Because the accessibility to technology in general, not to mention the, like, you know, with... uh, I want to think a lot of people are actually interested in the, um, like, graphic design, UX, or even uh, computer-generated uh, effects, uh, which I think deep faking goes under that umbrella. Because that uh, skill set is open to more people nowadays because of technology, it, it's possible for anyone to just, you know, create this content against the wishes of these uh, people, not just streamers. It could be, you know, Mrs. Mrs. Applesworth from uh, your old kindergarten class and you're, you're the little prude uh, at 18 years old that's making, hopefully you're 18 years old. Uh, making a deep fake of Mrs. Apple's work because the faculty have taken like 50,000 photos of her face. Um, I keep saying um today. It's, it's a little bit of a brain dead date, but yeah, I don't, I don't think it's, it's, I guess the better question isn't what, what, how should the community respond? What should be in place to make sure that like people aren't harmed by this, because if you look at the reactions of the 
streamers affected by this event it's it's a real bad time on the internet it's a really bad time on the internet you know like the way i think about it i think all celebrities went through it Mm -hmm. and for the streamers to feel like they're they're immune to it to me is kind of like that's not realistic to be honest I don't think it's that the streamers think they should be immune to it. I think Ludwig had a very good take on it when he briefly spoke on it. Um, streamers are basically like... They're, a streamer is, is as close to a regular human as you get while still being famous, right? Because PewDiePie, sure. Ludwig, Jacksepticeye... These people don't walk around with 50 million bodyguards like they're Drake or um, you know Kim Kardashian. You know, the, these are just regular humans. They still have to go to the grocery store, buy their shit. I think Ludwig drives like a, a fucking Nissan Leaf or so, some little rink-a-dink-ass car. Uh, I think he actually imported a little uh, <laughs> Japanese uh, pickup truck even. So these these are... Oh, pre- yeah. Those, those pickup trucks are real good. These are pre- oh, yeah. pretty regular fucking humans. You know, uh, they're accessible in the wild. Uh, and they're, you know, accessible on the internet. So I think there there's a level of vulnerability that happens more to these people. Um, and it's ironic that I'm speaking about it uh, as if, you know, that that's not what we're trying to do right now, like this very moment. But yeah. I, I definitely think that it's more like being uh, an internet celebrity is more like being in the trenches than being a, you know, primetime actor or, uh, you know, a music celebrity. So I don't think that there's a level of immunity that they think they get. I just think it's because they know that they're accessible to their audience. You know, these women feel very, very vulnerable and violated by the fact that their image can be abused this way. That's my yeah, take. so, okay, so d- d- just, to, just to be clear here, for my stance, mm-hmm. making someone else feel uncomfortable is bad. Yes. The fact the fact that you have to to reiterate it should should tell everyone like hey this is just common sense. Yeah yeah because I I cuz like the way I'm describing it I feel isn't the best because I do sound like I'm trying to uh make the argument of oh she's popular streamer she wears pretty shit yeah. she her image is the public's to use. You know I don't I don't yeah, think yeah. I don't think that's your take at all um but I, I, at least you know because I talk to you so much. I, I can pretty much, I, I get what you're trying to get at. Yeah, yeah. Like for me personally, whenever I, I, I hear about this idea, like of of a, there's the idea of, hey, our society has put this idea that, or not has put has sort of shown the idea of in today's society, you walk outside and you're afraid in mm-hmm. our society, in our culture. Yeah. Because of that, I feel like that's one of the leading causes to why these, um, these, I, I, wanna, I don't want to say insecurities. I, I, it's, uh, like fear. Vulnerability. It's, 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 it's no, not vulnerability either because, it's it isn't 
oh, it's because I am self or I, I am more aware of what's going on. Yeah. Therefore, I'm not afraid or, you know, like like you people are going to be afraid no matter what, which people should be. Right. But I, I feel like it stems down to the conversation of girls should be able to wear whatever they want. And not it isn't without the, the expectation fault. someone's it's, going to abuse yeah. the mental image or physical image of them. No, no, well, well, what I'm saying is the school, like like this, the school dress code yeah. right, is a good example where they say, okay, well, the girls shouldn't have to cover up on a hot day. The boys should be taught better. Yeah. If that makes sense. Like, like that's, that's my well, take that, on that, it. That's, that's what I was trying to say. Like the, a, a girl should be able to, you know, if Valky Ray wants to wear a low cut dress, she should be able to go out in her low cut dress without the expectation that someone's going to cat call her or, you know, ogle her in an uncomfortable way. Or I mean at all, I guess without consent, but that there, there should be an expectation of uh, respect over. It's not, it's not so much privacy as respect. That that's what is the problem here. Yeah, I want to say this. This topic more so boils down to the argument of today's society and today's culture. Society. And we should be raising boys better. Question mark. <laughs> and girls. I mean, there's there's some. We we got we got to play both fields, right? We got to play devil's advocate. Hey, you know, actually, sorry, just because it's on my mind right now. Uh-huh. I was watching, I forget which YouTube video, from one of the popular songs on TikTok. Uh, oh my goodness, it's 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 gonna it's gonna bother me until I remember. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in the music video, there were there were nipples being shown, mm-hmm. right? If a woman shows nipples. The it's, video immediately gets taken down. Yeah, it's considered uh, erotic or uh, lewd. What's, what's what I found so interesting is, I have a feeling they're used. They used guys in that in that video mm-hmm. to be able to to convey that image. Yeah, maybe the music video is the dads, you know, into that. But either way, since nipples were being shown. If the idea is the female's nipples are erotic and therefore it's uh, considered a no-no. Yeah, well, considered a no-no to advertisers. Yes. I found it so interesting that the guys were able to do it and, like, the video got, like, 500 million or, or, or 550 million whatever views. And I, I just found that so interesting. Yeah, it's, it's an interesting conversation, one that... Uh... Probably would take up an entire chump change, so we can come back to it later. That part, that specific I, uh, topic, at least. Just because uh, I, I don't think there, there's no right way to talk about that without upsetting someone. So I think that's better opposed as like an open floor conversation with a guest. You know that I mean? that just that idea, just because we're talking about this, that's a good one to think about. Yeah, I agree. But yeah, uh, go ahead and uh, talk about your cool second topic. Um, this one's gonna be really brief. I wanted to talk about Netflix's Oopsie Doodle Dandy, where they said, "Hey, you share your Netflix password? No, no, no." And essentially, it restricted you from having 
multiple Netflix uh, users from your account access Netflix from different locations. And one of the ways they were going to implement this was you need to log into Netflix um, at your home location, which to me was a bit concerning because it's like, okay, are you going to track my IP address or are you going to geo-track me now through Netflix? Google already has all this information. I don't need another person tracking it. You know, you just call Google and get it from them. But um, I thought that was interesting because they almost immediately backtracked saying, oops, all Crunchberries, we didn't mean to post this. We're doing this other places, but we're going to do this to you later. But we didn't mean to do it now. How do you feel yeah, about that? Yeah, that's... Uh, I mean, for me to say that... Sorry. Are we taking this from a stance of they're invading my privacy and, and like taking my location status? Or are we looking at this as, man, that's just wrong. You telling me I can't share my Netflix account with my mom that lives across the town? Yes, and. Uh, only because the, the how are you going to verify w- my home address or my home, lo- my, my home Netflix location? That, that's what popped into my head. But obviously that wasn't a question I saw a lot uh, looking into this. Um, the biggest yeah, thing I, I was thinking more. The biggest thing to everyone is, man, I really don't want to pay this fifteen dollars a month for Netflix. I like using my ex boyfriend or ex girlfriend's Netflix account. That that that's how it's being posed on the internet as a problem to everyone because not everyone buys Netflix. I think they estimated that. I don't want to butcher the number. I think it was ten million users uh share it they don't actually own their own account and um i was watching moist critical and moist critical said it the best you you lost 90 percent of your viewer base then you basically kicked out that 10 million people and said i don't want you here but you can buy a lease to be here you you can rent this apartment if you want to but you can't stay in in your friend's unit see what i didn't what i don't understand right is I like the idea when Netflix said you can't have X amount of people watching at the same time. Right. Or X amount of devices watching at the same time. Because technically that someone one is to getting me your... was more sense. Yeah, because someone te- technically someone's getting their money's worth out of your uh, account then, right? If you're paying for three people to watch at a time, then in three, if three people are watching, cool. Yeah, I, I honestly would say change that. Change that design. I would say okay, well, for the base pre or the base model of however Netflix costs today, you get one watcher at a time. Right. Which I think they did back in the day. Like that was one of the well, early things they experimented with and it's just not enough for them apparently. Like like to me like that's that's like as best as it's going to get. I mean, what do you honestly do like is there a time schedule on who uses the Netflix, you know? There, there's nothing to do. And and here's the, the reason there's nothing to do. Because everyone is in the streaming market, if, like, Netflix does not have a catalog that most would consider worth watching if they have to pay for it on their own. Like, me personally, I am a subscriber of T-Mobile for my mobile phone provider. T-Mobile provides me and my partner a Netflix account. A Netflix that account, which has been used at our previous apartment, right? I put it on the TV at our last apartment. Yeah. Um, I use it on 
my computer, my phone. My girlfriend uses it on her phone, her iPad, uh, you know, whatever she deems fit. Um, so where where's the where's the line the the line in the sand there? Because you know, with the stuff that you and I are planning for big chumps, you and I might spend a week or two weeks away from home. So how do yeah, how yeah, for, how for, do we just, me, just how do we justify? And this was something I heard people talking about too. How do we justify someone being away from home for an extended period of time, and now their Netflix account is locked? And one of the, the features they talked about was your device gets blacklisted. Whoa! And you have to call Netflix support to get the device unblacklisted. Radical, Man, right? Dude, like, like a drastic. There's extreme. so much. So much jumps and hurdles, like I'm just hearing, that makes it sound like, why would I even want to watch that platform anymore? That, that's exactly what everyone's saying. Like, there, there's no reason, because essentially what happens, right? Um, in the sense of, of what I was saying for me and my partner, the the user rate of Netflix plummets, right? And T-Mobile goes, well. We're not getting enough people using this license. We're going to cut this deal with them, right? Do you think me and my partner keep a Netflix account after that? I mean, I mean, a lot of people don't even go after the trial. Yeah, exactly. Same thing with Hulu. You know how I have Hulu? Spotify bundles my Hulu for free. I've been a Hulu subscriber for years because I buy Spotify premium. Yeah, so, but I mean, it isn't, like, here's here's my, my take on it, to be honest. Mm-hmm. So, the content on YouTube, right, or YouTube or Twitch, because that's, that's what we're caring to, to be on, right? Right. The content is different from Hulu and Netflix and what have you. Because of that, I don't mind paying that premium, but... This is more so drawing, like, it's going overboard. Yeah. Well, and that's why people are, are really miffed with Netflix over it, because it's like, well, now it's not a problem because they backpedaled a lot. But had it gone through, it was like, Netflix, you have a bunch of old shit and your originals are not worth it alone to have this, uh, have this service. A lot of the programs that are on there are already on different platforms. A lot of people subscribe to these other platforms because um, shows they do want to watch are on there. Some of them exclusively, some of them just out of convenience. Like um, if Rick and Morty, for example, Rick and Morty releases on Netflix the day of every day after it's done airing on Adult Swim, right? But uh, yep. but Rick and Morty also premieres live on Hulu, and I get the VOD after. With this with this uh put into effect, why the fuck am I gonna keep paying for Netflix for just to watch Rick and Morty, when they're showing their anti consumer now, which I get it Netflix I get it if anyone from Netflix is hearing I doubt you are if anyone's listening from Netflix you want your money you want these people who aren't paying to pay. That's this is not how you go about it though, because like Pri was saying, if I'm paying for three people at a time to watch Max at a time, and no one is above three three people's watching at once, there's no problem. I'm getting what I paid for. Because if I paid fifteen to twenty dollars a month on Netflix, and 
I'm the only one who's allowed to use it, and I never, or not never, but I don't, I watch it like 10% of the time. I'd be pissed that I'm spending that money, and I'd stop spending it immediately. I'd go, I'd go subscribe to Truebill so they can cut out my, my unnecessary subscriptions I don't use. You know, the more that, the more that uh, I'm, I'm like thinking deeper into this topic, people are mad that they're paying this amount of dollars. People are mad that they have to buy Netflix and Hulu and HBO Max all at the same time. You know, I I, I want to come back to think about it. Do you remember when we had a cable provider called Xfinity? Um, I still have them. They provide our internet for uh the office that uh Big Chumps is ran out of. Do you remember when you went to the on demand feature of the of the cable? Yep, I don't. And then they had all of these uh these these uh these things all in one hub. Yep, I sure do. And I remember that uh, I also don't get that feature from Xfinity even anymore because of the. The way the streaming platforms have taken over. They, they instead of giving me a shitty cable box, they gave me a shitty Google Home, or not Google Home, um, Chromecast, except it's Xfinity brand. And the only way I get use out of it is if I log into a streaming platform, which, to their credit, because they're the Comcast company, I do get a free subscription to Peacock Premium. But... That does not excuse that I don't have access to everything. I agree. I yeah. I do I do miss the package. I probably I what I tell you, we, I spend about $80 on the Wi-Fi here, the gigabit Wi-Fi here yeah. or internet here. I would probably spend about 100 if I could get not basic cable cuz basic cable is usually just your local shit and a couple extra channels. If I could get the the standard stuff that used to be offered Back in the day, back when we were kids and Comcast had those shitty little black uh, cable boxes with the orange LED that only did showed two numbers. I'd pay $100 oh, for man, that. Oh, man, I remember those. Like, if the, if the majority of my service was my internet and that's really what I was paying for, I would love it. And I would pay Xfinity a couple extra bucks if they could keep me with cable. And anyone listening might be be saying lorenzo you can still pay comcast for cable. no the fuck i can't i'm gonna be paying 300 dollars for a triple play package and i can't even use the phone service because my house isn't wired for it <laughs> and why the fuck would like, i home like, like, why would i own a home phone in 2023 you know like just thinking about it i think we had entertainment so good as kids oh absolutely I could watch. You could watch. I could watch Cartoon Disney. Network. Yep. I could watch Disney, Cartoon Network, Nickelodeon. Uh, I could watch the 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 adult uh, HBO <laughs> if I wanted to. Or the the <laughs> shows and movies if my parents weren't awake. It was all in one. Like it was just there. <laughs> man, it we we really had it good. And you know what's crazy? If I didn't want to watch TV, I could go play on my Game Boy, or I could go throw sticks and rocks in the backyard. See what what sucks is like, or no, nah, I wouldn't say it sucks. Cause it's kind of a good thing. So instead of us paying the package, we get to choose every single which uh, company we get to, or we want to watch, right? So we're really uh, but as honing a, in our our dollar signs here. But also as a caveat, if you do want everything and you choose to do it that way, you end up paying more at the end. 
for me, I'm more like, I would have, I, I personally wouldn't watch HBO hmm. unless I go on HBO and I see something interesting. Right. Nowadays, everything is like, okay, well, Netflix, like, this is my Netflix exclusive. You can only find this on Netflix. But you can't even see. If you, I don't, I don't you can't even know see. where the trailers are. Yeah, you can't even watch it a little bit if you want to to see if you like it because you need to buy the goddamn subscription. Yeah, I, that's that's my only little caveat. It, you know, it's a little predatory. A, a good example. I think so. At least. You know, you know, a, a good example would be, I wanted the Filipino channel as a kid. Uh-huh. My mom wanted to watch the Filipino channel. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, you know that that's kind of out there. You only know it if you know it. That makes sense. But nowadays, it's like, okay, well. Good luck. Hopefully you, you see someone talk or hear someone talk about it. I feel like that's the only way things get around nowadays. It's like people have to talk about it on Twitter. Yeah. You you might have you might you might have to see a pirated version or clip on YouTube. YouTube shorts. You know, I think YouTube might be onto something here. Um you remember YouTube Red? Uh, it. I mean, YouTube Red is still a thing. It just kind of shifted what it is. YouTube Red is YouTube Premium. But um, well, do you remember what YouTube Red was before? YouTube Red was they made original shorts and shit. Yeah. Well, YouTube Red was instead of you just hear people talk about stuff or you like watch hear their opinion. It was exactly what TV is, where there's like a story and you go through the story and these characters make this like film or TV show. Yeah. YouTube red. Yeah. I, I think I know what you're getting at. Like original content and it's all like scripted shows and shit. Um, yeah. Yeah. So that's still the thing. It's just YouTube premium now. And I think it's a better package because you get more out of it nowadays. Uh, there's a lot of content that like uh, PewDiePie had a show and you can only watch it if you have YouTube premium still. It was a YouTube red thing. Um, YouTube red, but what I was going to get at, and, uh, I, I feel comfortable talking about this just cause I'm, uh, looking into this for my company that I work for. Um, YouTube TV is a very interesting, uh, platform right now. YouTube TV for the low, low price of $65 a month. Right now they have a sale for like <laughs> $35 for the first three months. Low, uh, per month. YouTube TV offers more channels than the Comcast premium or basic package, the AT&T basic package, the Dish basic package. It includes so many channels, over 120 something channels. I think it's like 123 total uh, channels. And that's before you even get to the add-on packages, which is your HBO, your HBO Max, your stars, all that shit. And... I think it's interesting because if if you consider because the biggest thing is HBO Max is the other competitor in the scene right now for streaming, right? Because they have like the the Warner Media, the DC, all that shit. Yeah. Um, if you consider that YouTube TV gives you a subscription to HBO and HBO Max, that means that the only two real competitors in the space for content that most people want to watch all the time becomes YouTube TV and Disney Plus because Disney Plus includes Hulu, uh you is still ad watching though, and ESPN Plus. 
and the National Geographic Channel. So essentially, hey, what's sorry? The, go ahead, finish with that. What, what's the math work out to that? Like eighty dollars a month, you do get almost everything under the sun. I don't remember what what it was. I remember hearing about it a little time ago, mm-hmm. where it was like, I think. ESPN premium or something like that, where it was like an extreme flop. Oh, that that's why Disney has it. That's why Disney has it as a part of the package. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, then just and then it's it's very weird. I think it's it's Directv or Dish. I don't remember which one it is specifically. I think it's Directv though. Um, Directv lost the rights to the NFL Sunday Ticket. Which is all of the Sunday uh, Sunday night football games. They were paying $2 billion for like seven, eight year contracts to do it. They had it since the 90s. They just lost that because YouTube bought it for a smooth $8 billion. Hey man, you remember the Pepsi halftime show? Yeah, it's the Apple Music halftime show now and I think it's stupid. I hate it. Um... It's so dumb. <laughs> so fucking dumb. But it's like when you consider that a streaming platform like YouTube TV is able to just walk in. I mean, obviously, it's Google, right? When we talk, when we say YouTube, we have to consider uh, the dad, not just the little boy. Um, When you walk into the building with that much cash, you could monopolize the fucking space. The only person who Google will not bully around is the House of Mouse itself. Which puts us in the current situation, I, I see at least, in the space. And it makes it detrimental that Netflix is making um, fuck-ups like this because they're doomed to fail at that point and these licenses are going to go to other people. Hey, man, was, uh, was the cable companies considered Monopoly? No, just because I think there are so many players in the space. And all of those players technically showed the same content. They just had different rates. But now there's exclusivity because these con- these companies own that content, you know? Like, I can rent uh, Black Panther Wakanda forever on uh, on my Xbox or on YouTube TV or... Uh, on my Xfinity cable box, or not cable box, uh, flex box, right? I can rent that movie. Yep. But it, at the end of the day, because I have a, a Disney Plus account, I could just go watch it for free on there now. Because they're already getting my money. Man, see, I don't, I don't know nowadays, man. It's so, it's so interesting. Like people were having this conversation about like Redbox and uh. And that's why Net, uh, Netflix, that's why Blockbuster died. These companies are literally making, um, these companies made brick and mortar rental companies die to the point where I see a red box in every Safeway and next to every 7-Eleven on the, on the West Coast. I don't think I've seen a single person go up to one in the last five years. Those things just sit there. They're, they, I have not seen someone rent a DVD from those. 
see, like, like I'm, I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to think of it in my head, right? I'm like, okay, before it was, you weren't able to watch it online. You had to get the DVD. Mm-hmm. So I, I have a feeling that it didn't, the Blockbuster and Redbox didn't die due to the streaming company, but more so the technology evolving. No, I mean, dude, we stopped, my family stopped going to Blockbuster because guess who delivered uh, games, DVDs, and even Blu-rays to, to our doorstep or into our mailbox if we wanted it? Netflix. Netflix. You see... Netflix mailed uh, the physical copies of content, much like much like how Amazon used to be a bookseller. See, this this is a great topic to also chime in on GameStop, Game Crazy. What are the names of the other like uh, GameFly? Those type of video game stores. Well, GameFly is also a really good. Example. Gamefly was trying because to be what Gamefly Netflix was, was. Yeah, where they ship it to you. Yeah. That was Gamefly. And then we got the PlayStation stores Man, or whatever stores. I haven't heard and of digital game download. I haven't heard of Game Crazy in so long because I was a part of the Hollywood video brand. See what I mean? I like that one in specific, I feel is is a little more the technology advances. The only reason why I would say that GameStop is alive is only because if you don't have internet, you can't install a game on the on the Wi-Fi. Yeah, no. I mean, some form of physical uh, retailer has to exist in the gaming space still. And uh, thanks to the the market shit that happened with uh, GameStop, from, thanks, thanks Reddit, uh, I don't think GameStop's going away anytime soon. <laughs> Just being real. Yeah, well, yeah, you know, so so the way I think about it is, you watch a movie once and you know what happens in the movie and then you kind of just, uh, all right, you know? Yeah. I feel like since the game has the replayability and you know what, when my kids have kids and when their kids have kids, I got the I got the retro game of the of the century. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's why we both have our PlayStation 2s, our PS3s, like all of our legacy consoles. See, so I am more led to believe that the techno the technological advances from switching from DVD player to Blu-ray to online because it's becoming more easily accessible and there's no value or there's no realistic sense because once we switched over to Blu-ray, they stopped making DVDs. That's not true. And the only way to play DVDs is with the DVD player. I don't think that's true. Uh, I think... Uh... Because like even Disney packaged everything as Blu-ray and digital. The the digital or not Blu-ray digital, uh, DVD and Blu-ray, and then they added digital uh, to make. Disney actually tried to get in the digital space a long ass time ago, but um, I I the you said a very key word and that was the word I was gonna end the conversation on. It it wasn't the technological advance; it was just the convenience. The convenience of. Sitting in your underwear, you're working all day, and you're like, man, I, I think I want to watch a movie tomorrow. It's Friday. I'm going to go on Netflix.com, and I'm going to have them mail me uh, 
crazy dirty yeah. 17 like you know you know what i mean like you know and it's end, end of the week you want to relax get the get the movie mailed right yeah and you come home from work with your pint of ice cream and your uh your round table pizza and you just sit in your underwear and watch your movie or your multiple movies that you ordered that showed up to your door so conveniently i i think it's a matter of convenience not quite the technology advanced now, obviously, technology advancing did affect the way it continued to exist, but I don't think the transition was inherently just technology. I think that's a fair argument. But speaking of technology, let's r- let's rope it back to our field of technology because you got some humdingers of uh, topics yourself to talk about. Yeah, so I I just wanted to quickly uh, recap and do a little quick update on the Blizzard and China. Uh, commotion mm. and as as expected my update is from yahoo news <laughs> and they said the number of people in china waiting to get a refund for games made by blizzard entertainment exceeded 1 million in less than 24 hours after the refund plan was announced by distributor net ease games that is so, so that- hey that's so insane. Pretty interesting. That's so insane. Pretty man. crazy. And what was the what was the whole deal about that? Just so I can be refreshed. Uh, the third party that was working with Blizzard Entertainment or Blizzard Activision uh, decided not to promote or not to uh, host their servers in uh, Asia anymore, right? In in China, yeah. So something. Oh, along specifically those lines, China, basically. not not like the entire Asia yes, continent. China. Okay. China. Because I was gonna say. To not service the entire Asia continent or uh, region, that's a huge market hit. So that's absolutely it's still a big hit, but it's not devastating to the server or the region at least. It's man, it's you still know that's alive. devastating to my heart. Because you know, even though I'm not playing on Chinese servers, I know Chinese servers are helping keeping my game company alive. Yeah, I mean, speaking of keeping game companies alive. Well, hold on. Let's talk about... Okay, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I was going to say, I. it just makes me sad because I, stepping into the professional world as a as a creative, um, Blizzard's always kind of been in, in the... Not the rear view, but like the side mirror, you know? And it, it pains me to see like year after year, uh, Blizzard's just... They're either making missteps or, or bad things are happening... Uh, and then there's there's some consequences to the company itself, you know, that makes me sad. I I feel like uh, any reputation hit is kind of, or is never going to be fixable. Yeah, I feel like if a company is able to make no misplays, then they're better off. They're gonna be no matter what. Yeah, I am just sad. Like I'm I'm happy, but I'm sad. I'm happy to see that. Riot Games is becoming the Blizzard, the old generation's Blizzard. Mm. But I'm also sad to see Blizzard, you know, becoming less prominent because I I really liked Blizzard games. Yeah, as a kid growing up. Well, I mean, they created a lot of the games that you grew up with in general. I am just hoping that there isn't such a monopoly where it's like, hey, we played Lost Ark and. It's been up for two years, and time to shut down the servers. Okay, goodbye. Yeah. 
I don't know. Well, but, I, only time will tell. But you know, you know who yeah. uh, who owns? I think they bought them out, right? Uh, who owns Activision Blizzard now? Hey, you know, maybe they can turn it around. But but do you know which company that is that owns them? Maybe Microsoft can. Yeah, you know what else Microsoft is maybe. making? AI. Uh, uh, the games division. The games division. Oh, I'm so sorry. Um, we we don't talk about that. No, I, <laughs> we're we're not involved. No, I do that. not. Well, it's the first topic on on your your list. Oh, Microsoft makes that, buddy. I forgot. You know, I wanted to talk about upcoming games and some of the titles that I was a little excited for. Um, before we recorded this, I wanted to make sure that we watched the the trailers just so you know we're both like kind of up to date. Mm-hmm. And, you, and you don't get fifteen minutes of thoughts. us <laughs> quiet. Yeah, yeah. So the first list on my topic here is Minecraft Legends. And they describe it as an action strategy video game, which I am personally going to say this is maybe their RPG or just open world as the game already is. You know what? 3D open world. After sitting here and thinking on it, you know what it does feel like to me? Because I kept asking, like, is this supposed to be like a WoW kind of game? Like, what, what what is this supposed to be? I think I know what it looks like, and it makes me a little bit more excited than when I initially watched the trailer. Go ahead. It looks like third person in in the nitty gritty StarCraft. Do you know what it looks like to me? Mm. It looks like Minecraft mods, except <laughs> it's only it's only the one where you go out and you kill stuff. No, because like now that I'm thinking on the trailer footage, it's like when you're running around and you're building structures and you're attacking stuff. And uh, I I don't know like what the extent of it is. Obviously, we have to go see when it when it drops. But it felt very much like a StarCraft situation where where you're setting up your bases and uh you're you're like prepping to defend and go fight these things. You know, I I I think that's gonna be like because they they have PVE and PVP. Mm. Player versus environment or player versus player. Yeah, I'm having a feeling that those uh that tower system where it's like a map and you get to like go to different locations. Yeah. I think that's going to be a PVP game mode. And I honestly am pretty excited if that is the case. I hope that there's a situation where you can like partner up kind of like I'm saying like akin to Starcraft where you can do two people. I hope there's a, there's a team up section or like situation. in that Yeah. Game. Yeah. See, so sorry, like it, it's, it's kind of bothered because you say Starcraft Mm. And I, I know it's because it's like more top down on that screen, mm. but I'm basically looking at it as like no 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 I'm, a battlefield. I'm not saying modern be- warfare. I, I'm not saying because of the top down look. Like obviously it, it's third person. It's very zoomed back, like how yeah. GTA looks if you zoom all the way out. Um, but the the setting up of towers and bases and what I would imagine is like you making iron golems to defend towers and go attack. That's the Starcraft element that I'm detecting. And I could be wrong. Mm. That, that could, that's just what I took from it. There's not exactly a whole lot of context. You're just seeing shit happen. Um, so the order, the order of operations, uh, like what happened, what happens in the gameplay could be totally different. And, and I could be wrong. That's just how I took it and how I'm, uh, how I'm left after like giving being given some time to think on it. After watching the trailer, excited? Me? Yep. Yeah. 
I am. I'm I'm genuinely excited to play this. I am genuinely excited to play it as well. Hey, did you ever play a is it called Minecraft Dungeons? I was actually about to uh tag this tag this on um you uh you me and uh Polly G, we played it together at Dave's. Water bottle man. Yeah, we we played it at Dave's. Is that is that actually how it is? Yeah, like, that that's the game. Not at Dave's? Yeah, that's the game. It, oh, it's the same exact game. It's a, yeah, it's a dungeon crawler game. It, it's a top-down dungeon crawler. Oh, interesting. So interesting. I, I think that might be worth exploring to see like if these other mediums of Minecraft we we enjoy them enough to you know go play them more. Yeah, because you know I I think Minecraft's great. You know I I love Minecraft. I still play Minecraft. I I think a problem and I am that really we really curious oh, to see this next one. Yeah, I think a problem that we have with um with our like Minecraft servers and stuff is there's no narrative like no one takes the time out of their day to set up like custom npcs with uh, custom missions and like all that shit in our servers um and when there's no narrative or no clear objective besides just go do all the stuff uh people in our circle are pretty quick to just get disinterested in what's going on or like they want to move on to the next mod pack or what have you uh, yeah, which for yeah, you being a farmer and doing the exact same thing every game, I can see that being a little frustrating. You know how many times I, dude, I almost have the patent down, like every game. <laughs> I like it's like it's like you guys are thinking like, man, you know I've played this storyline before. I'm like I play this storyline every time we play this game, and my storyline resets, and you guys get you get some new experience at every mod pack. I don't get nothing. No, I, I really like our server right now. I like what you and I are doing to our uh, village, and I, I want to keep playing in it. I want to I wanna explore the stuff that you're doing with your character, personally. L- yeah. Like, your your battle system, I want to... Tr- like, I, I'm obviously doing my own thing, but I want to explore that that stuff for myself and see which is better. Yeah, man. I, I think that the RPG-ness does have a lot of just content in general to just kind of oh yeah explore honestly i mean and it slowed us down so much more than we normally would be slowed down like the fact that we couldn't hold iron axes for the longest time was devastating yeah but uh moving on the the conversation of rpgs Mm. the next game that i am interested in just because everyone loves it everyone's talking about it is hogwarts legacy i am I am actually anything the controversy with that because of the author. I am honestly not going to address it. I don't want to talk about it. Mm. Not saying I don't have an opinion. I'm just saying that that is just something I don't want to discuss. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I, I will not say if I'm for or against. Doesn't matter to me. Mm. Shouldn't matter to you. But the game itself. It it looks after really watching the fun. trailer. It looks so fun. So, I am not a Harry Potter person. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's, I, he's I, I a know muggle, you guys. you've looked into it. He's a muggle. Don't worry. I, I've no I know you've looked into it. That's mm-hmm. why I wanted to bring this up. Do you think it looks as great as you would have imagined it? Um, I didn't imagine it. I have only known about the game by name. I have not seen a single thing about it. I think it looks really fucking cool, and I'm really fucking down to play it. That that that's my take. That that's it. Uh, I would definitely like to play it on the main channel, uh, for YouTube and do a playthrough. 
Sucks that it's only single player. Yeah, but that's just a reason to have you at the office and, you know, sit down and actually do a Let's Play on it. Yeah. But going more into the online space. Yeah, I know you're excited. One of the games I wanted to play before. You're so excited about this one. Was Dead Island. When uh, Dead Island came out roughly 2015. Mm. Roughly. Uh, when the game came out, I didn't get the game. A couple of our friends in the circle had the game. They played it. I didn't get to play it. I want to play the sequel. It's the RPG zombie game. And you get to run around and have the little sandbox mode of killing stuff. Killing the zombies. I hope this is one of the games that we get to play on the channel. Uh, I think it is. Only because there's something to be said about us going back and playing the first one as well on the channel. Like as a lead up. Because that comes out yeah, soon, that'd right? Be cool. Yeah, that would that'd be pretty cool if we play the first one. We we can buy the first one and we can play that. Because I'm, I'm sure it's on Steam, right? I hope, question mark. Uh, we can do some research. If not, you know, we have other systems we can try and make it work with. But yeah, I'm I'm but, I'm super uh, for down that to trailer. For that trailer, how did you feel about it? There's a lot going on and it promises a lot. I'm keeping my expectations middle ground just because I've seen I've seen a lot of um what's the term? I've seen a lot of lip service from games and like the, them being flashy in the trailers just to not deliver. But also, I'm not a dead island. Like, I haven't played the first Dead Island. So I can also only take it at face value. Like, it looks like a fun game. I, um, I kind of got, uh, what is it, Dead Rising vibes out of it. Only because it... Uh, also, the one of my favorite games. Because of the DIY uh, element. So I'm, I'm excited to play it. I'm, I'm really excited to give it a the college try. I played Dead Rising 2 mm. for hours. <laughs> like I, I, I kind of hated that game so it wasn't exactly a sandbox yeah because oh it's very linear you still have there, like shit uh, yeah you have to do there's deadlines and there's days and yeah but I play that game a lot I think if you're uh, invested and commit like if you can commit a couple hours in a row per day to like just play it I think it's definitely a good experience uh, the Dead Rising series yeah, but speaking of another uh, game that I hold to heart. Fucking thick, chunky series. Final Fantasy. 16. As shown at the Game Awards. Uh, since since you watched the trailer at the Game Awards, mm. have you played 15? I have not, actually. I the, So, I'm going to be real with you. The last uh, Final Fantasy game I played was Final Fantasy 7. Hey, the, you know original, that's a, the original. The original. That's that's an original. I'll tell you that. Um. Uh. I I don't know why. I I think. Because what era was that for me? That would have been right before I started playing the Kingdom Hearts series. So I could see like younger me being like, "Oh, these characters are in this game. This must be the the continuation." Because I was a dumbass little kid and I wanted to play uh, Kingdom Hearts. Because Donald Duck was in that game. <laughs> Donald Duck and Goofy. Donald Duck's not Goofy, man. That's, that's mean. Why are you saying that about him? 
You know, I didn't know that Goofy was a cow. Yeah, you sent me a, a TikTok or something about that. I thought that was funny. I always thought that, that, that Goofy was a dog. Yuck. But I guess, hey, I'm the one that was being Goofy, huh? Man. But yeah, uh, the Final Fantasy game looks really good. I was I was giving it a little bit of shit for kind of looking like a DMC game. <laughs> yeah. But um, I'm very much a fan of the way that combat has been progressing in the Final Fantasy series from watching it from the outside. So I think Final Fantasy VI would be very fun to play once it comes to the rest of the market. It just fucking Six. sucks. It it sucks. It will not be until Christmas. Sixteen, Sixteen. baby. Yeah, no. So, uh, I am a I am an old guy at heart. Mm-hmm. I am sad for the new combat system. Is it new? No, they did it in 15. Or it's the open world. Uh, you run around and you have the... The hot menu, right? I mean, I, I don't, yeah, I, I don't know how to describe it. The, the, the it's Final not Fantasy... turn-based combat. Yeah, no, 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 no. The Final Fantasy VII co- uh, combat system was the uh, remake. The Seven remake was that way. Whereas, like, it was open world. You didn't, like... Um... But it was like you had your menu while you were running around. You could lock onto the target, and then you could cast spells, or you could just attack. I liked that. I thought that was so much better. Because if I want to play a turn-based RPG, or even a JRPG, I'm going to play fucking Pokemon. And I don't like Pokemon right now. It's dying, man. The JRPG turn-based combat system is dying over here. I I think there's something to be said that people want instant gratification in the stuff that they're doing. And I think it feels more impactful when you do it that way. But my counter argument to myself, it, what was that game that we played with the um, with, with the with the the guy on the train at the end of the game? Uh, played on your PS2. I can't remember what it's called. Oh, the Shadow Hearts game. Yeah, that game. See if we got more stuff like that kind of turn-based combat, I'd be into it. I'd be super like, into it. Turn-based combat where you have to do something in order to get the combat off? Like, that's cool. Yeah. Like, I, I'm i not really a fan of instant gratification, and I'm not a fan of uh, waiting 50 years for stuff to happen. Give me a little bit of both, you I'll know, be happy. You know, I'm not going to lie with you. I played Kingdom Hearts, Kingdom Hearts 2. I was like, man, that's a great game. Mm-hmm. And I liked it, mm. and then I played uh, the one on the on the DS, the the three sixty five whatever days over seven. Or Drastically really different know. game, but yeah. I I mean the but the the, the combat system is the same. Yeah. I am okay, because or like I am I am very indifferent on that combat system because that's how that franchise is. Yeah. Or that's how it started. Mm. But for Final Fantasy to move over into the brand new and trending. It's cool, but I was kind of hoping that they didn't put that into the line. Or, like, like put it in the spinoff to try it and then add it to the line, question mark? Yeah. But, hey, I am going to be excited for it anyways. If and only they add the fishing aspect that was in Final Fantasy fifteen. Jesus, fuck. Back to me being a farmer, huh? 
<sighs> Big Chumps uh, Final Fantasy 16 stream. Pre-spend six hours streaming and fishing. Hey, you know the fishing in Final Fantasy 15? I have... I don't remember how many hours I had played on it. Mm. It was... It was not a lot. But the majority of it was I unlocked the fishing. And I just sat there with the fishing, man. That was... Man. Man. You know... Nothing beats Bass Pro Sports. Don't talk. Don't talk JRPG. to me about. No, don't talk to me about Bass Pro Sports. You want to talk about what happened to your hand at Dave's while you were trying to be Bass Pro Sports? Yeah, so we went to Dave's, uh, Dave and Buster's, and uh, there was, was it, was it salmon fishing? It was or I, tuna fishing. I think it was just like a fish, generic fishing game. It was like the I want to say it's one of those TV ones. Yeah, it was like a it, it was TV one of those TV shows. But... Anyways. Yeah, so it was, it was one of those TV shows, right? So the machine had like a reel. A real reel. Uh, <laughs> a, a real reel, yeah. And I was reeling a little too hard. <laughs> and I think I snagged my nail in it and it like tore a little bit and I was bleeding. Or like it jammed the nail into my skin and I was bleeding that way. Either way, wasn't a very pleasant experience because I didn't win. <laughs> if I would have won, I would have felt like, yeah, that was worth I it. I bled for this win. Uh, yeah, but you know. No, I I think I won. I think I won that too. That was like I I wasn't even trying and I won. Yeah, you know, there's some things that I don't want to remember, huh? <laughs> hey man, I think you won in the axe throwing challenge, didn't you? The, I might have the the foam axes. It might have been waterball, man. But the foam throw the foam axes at the pegs on the wall, and and the foam axe has to stick between the pegs. That stupid ass game. You know, I was expecting more out of that game. That oh man, I just re- I all that told me uh, is I'm not gonna go real axe throwing. Cause with with how much my axes bounced off that, uh, I'm gonna die. You know, I'm just a lot happier mm. that the games went towards that direction. Like a, like more physical uh, uh, sporting games. Yeah, rather than like, hey, you remember that game Flappy Bird? We put it in a machine. Well, let's not get ahead of ourselves. There's still plenty of those machines at my local Dave and Buster's. Yeah, but you know, just because there's more variety, I'm like way more happy with it. And there was a VR machine in there, like a VR roller coaster. That was cool. I want to go on that next time. Yeah, I I I need to bring my own Lysol if we're gonna do that. <laughs> You'll look like that guy, but go for it. You know, yeah, I look like that guy that's gonna like just be all sweating all up in that VR headset. Yeah, I know. Oh, so Lysol's for the next guy. That's that's what it is. Lysol for me and the next guy. Because <laughs> you don't know what kind of snot-nosed kid was up in there, you know, going crazy. That's true. Doing the loop-de-loop, and his snot was just going down all up in the VR headset. <laughs> oh, man. Well. But, yeah. Pretty, pretty excited for the future. Yeah. But I think this will wrap up this week's podcast. Absolutely. You guys made it to an- the end of another episode, if you did. Uh, thank you so much for watching. Uh, if you have the time, we would appreciate it if you like, comment, and subscribe on YouTube. 
as well as rate us five stars and leave a comment on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And we will catch you on the next podcast. Later.